0: Happy New Year everyone. Hope you're starting 2023 off with a bang. Uh, We couldn't be you know more more happier with your support last year and we can't wait for 2023. The NFL podcast it's week 17 and things are really heating up. There's a lot of playoff scenarios that Rat's going to go through in minutes with two games to go. It's almost like finals for some teams and it can be the most exciting week, especially week 17, because some teams can be going home and some are still alive. But before I uh, get into it, uh, Happy New Year, Rat. What was what did you get up to on the Gold Coast, mate?
1: Happy New Year, mate. Thanks for having me all of last year. and Looking forward to carrying on again this year. Not much, just um, last night down at Talabudra Creek with the Dale. took a feed down, watched a bit of fireworks go off behind the surf club there. And back here for a movie and took it easy, mate. Not not too much. Had me hum, fair share of beers over Chrissy time. So I thought I'd get one back on the boys.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, mate. I'm with you. I uh, had Adam Tomlinson's wedding. So big shout out to the Tomlinson's. Um, and then you go to the recovery. So it was a very quiet one for me. I was in bed by 11. I actually got woken up by the fireworks, mate. How, how grim's that? that? Um, but big day today down at uh, Captain Baxter. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, mate... I want to go through who the ins and outs are first. And then I want you to give everyone a quick insight to these playoff scenarios because some really juicy ones. Um, Teams like Green Bay, still alive, just crazy. Righto. So just for everyone out there, the Chargers, they've activated Joey Bosa, who's expected to play against the Rams. So they're getting one of their best back in the team. Uh, And it's quite scary what the Chargers are doing at the moment. Some big news, though. DeAndre Hopkins is ruled out. He will not play against Atlanta. That's going to hurt a lot of fantasy lineups. And players that are already ruled out include Tua. We have Devontae Parker, Jonah Jonah Smith. Debo Samuel will be out. JC Horn still remains out. Antonio Gibson's out, which is big for Robinson owners. Um, Who else do we have out? Aaron Donald will not play. Ben Skoronik is also out. Lamar Jackson and Marcus Peters are out. And Derwin James will not play either. So there's some big outs that aren't playing. Uh, and Jalen Hurts is the biggest one. He is as doubt, he's doubtful for Sunday's game against the Saints. They're saving him and putting him on ice, no doubt, for the playoffs. Right, they're the ins and they're the outs um give me the scenarios mate there's some crazy scenarios and i know you've put a lot of time into it can you give everyone a bit of an insight on what there going? are
1: mate so we have nine teams that are in and they they can't uh, lose their playoff spot you've got buffalo cincinnati baltimore kansas city the chargers philly dallas minnesota and san fran and you think even though being two weeks out that uh Next week would be the uh, deciding week, but there's a lot to play for here. So, the number one seeds in the AFC are up for grabs. And what that means for the people at home in the number one seed, you get the first week off. And then there would be six teams in each other division they'll play, right? Or each other conference. So, the Bills are playing the Bengals. The Bills are 12 and three, and the Bengals are 11 and four. And the Chiefs are 12 and three, and they're playing the Broncos. So, the winner of if if the Bills get done by the Bengals and the Chiefs beat the Broncos, the Chiefs go to the number one seed and both teams will play next week. But that, that's a big game or big week to decide because I think they've both got walkovers next week to decide who gets the first week off the of finals. And then the Bengals are still in the hunt also for that number one spot. Yeah. You've got the Patriots, seven and eight, playing the Dolphins, eight and seven. So they play each other. And this will probably determine the seventh seed in the AFC and who makes the playoffs. You have the Steelers, 7 and 8. They have to beat the 10 and 5 Ravens, which the way the Steelers are going, I think, can happen. So that also keeps them in the hunt for the last spot in the AFC. And the Jets are 7 and 8, and they have to beat the 7 and 8 Seahawks as well to maintain their race for the seventh spot. And then we move to the NFC and the NFC South. Sorry, no, last touching point on the AFC South. Tennessee lost on the week uh, on Thursday night football. So Jacksonville have a game this week, but it will come down to next week's game. Jacksonville play Tennessee for the AFC South. So that will be the fourth division spot, and that will go through. Whoever wins that will go through on head-to-head. So Jacksonville's game, even though their coach came out and said, as long as they're keeping score, my boys are playing, it's, it's uh, dead rubber in the playoff standings. And then we move to the NFC South. So the NFC South is wide open. You've got the Bucks 7 and 8 versus the Panthers 6 and 9 for top spot. So the way that works, if if you're unsure, you might be thinking that someone else in this division that hasn't made the playoffs, sorry, in this conference that hasn't made the playoffs has a better record. Each winner of their specific division goes through. So if the Bucks win their division on 8 and 9 and someone else is 10 and, six, 10 and 6, 10 and 7, that doesn't matter if they haven't won their division. So the Bucks and the Panthers are playing for the NFC South division. The Saints could catch up, but they've got to beat the Eagles, which I don't see happening. But then you've got the Seahawks, the Lions and the Packers all 7 and 8, all in the in the hunt for that last spot of the NFC. And then also the Lions and the Packers play each other next week. So mate, it's still there's still so many teams with so much to play for
0: and we fucking love that chain, don't we? Oh, we love it. We love it. And that's why I think this week, you know, it will be next week could be a dead rubber for a few games, but this week is the one it's going to be like finals. It's really exciting. Um, yeah. There's a lot going on. It's there's,
1: going on, mate. So if I confused anyone. There's a bit of info in there.
0: There's a bit but, going on. I think the main ones for me just to break it down is this game between the Panthers and the Bucks. It's just crazy how poor their division is, but this game this week's like the grand final, you know, um, and it's just massive and I, I can't wait. I thought the Titans and Jags, um, you know, they've been – it's been really unique watching the Titans, but they play each other next week. So that's going to be one to watch as well in week 18. Um, but, yeah, mate, it's uh, it's very exciting. And now you've done well. It's confusing, but uh, anyone that loves NFL will understand and we'll see, no doubt – Scotty Hanson, our man on uh, red zone, he'll be giving everyone an update on what is going ahead uh, at 5 a.m. in the morning. Well, let's how get the game.
1: Well, how good is he while we're on it? He can oh, run a good show, can
0: He's a he's a man, he's the king, really. Um, let's go through what we did last week, man. I thought we were really slick. There's a lot of games, so it won't bore anyone here, but we'll just give him our best. And obviously, it's finals. It's and it's it's a huge, huge final for most fantasy teams. Um, Josh Dunkley's playing Boyd Cordner in our Osmerican Aces fantasy league. Just to remind everyone, Boyd Cordoner won ours last year. It's a heap, you win a lot of cash. We won't let anyone know the number, but it's a it's a large amount of cash. And if he goes back to back, he has just he's hit the lottery rat, um, to be honest. But then you've got Josh Dunkley who's gone zero and seven. And for anyone out there that plays fantasy or gets it in any in any sport zero and seven is it's game over it's you're done but for some reason dunks has won like 10 in a row um and and he's he's going for glory so uh, it might be nine in a row so this will be for 10 in a row in the final man it's, it's just a story and a half if he pulls this off and i think I he will like
1: that as um I feel like that's happened a bit this year. Charlie Cameron in my old Adelaide Crows one did the exact same thing and ended up taking it out. So I think there's certain players, obviously, that you draft in specific parts of each round, but it seems like that's the way the season's gone. So at the start, you've got guys dominating like Saquon. They drop off. and Or if you've got Javante Williams at the start, they're scoring tuddies for fun. Like all the, It seems like a lot of leagues are going the same way and teams are kind of being drafted around the around the same way does that you know what i mean china
0: yeah yeah oh mate it's, it's been an up and down season but i don't think i'll ever see this again this is uh if anyone out here's listening espn this, they should be putting this in the papers mate. Herald Sun, west whatever they call it up <laughs> there the, the board and mate it, this is the biggest story ever if he does it because i don't think anyone I don't, I don't if anyone else has done it before let us know hit us up on instagram because i don't reckon it's ever happened before um so dunks needs to pull off the win but It'd be some story. Righto, let's get into it. Arizona four and eleven, playing Atlanta, five and ten. This game is in a dome. It's it's really, I don't even know what we're talking about, to be honest. D Blau will be the quarterback for Arizona, and D Ritter will be the quarterback for Atlanta. If you have if you have um the great man Hopkins in your lineup, he is out. So You'd think that Hollywood Brown is the main target last week. Dortch was the one that went off. He had a massive game. He went for 98 yards and 10 catches. Connor's consistently good. He always gets a touchdown in the last six weeks. He scored a touchdown every week besides week 12 against the Chargers. So he's pretty hot at the moment. Um, and if you go to atlanta i think lg has been the highlight for them he just runs the ball angry and gets a good matchup this week and drake london he's starting to get into the green last three games 95 70 and 96 he's had six seven seven catches the last three weeks with these new quarterbacks that's all i could say about this team right is there anything else
1: no not much mate and funny Fun little fact: Dee Blau was the fan favorite quarterback of Hard Knocks for Detroit Lions at the start of the year. That got cut, so he's getting his crack over Trace McSorley. Um, what I really like here, I just Desmond Ritter looked much better last week. So his first start went for ninety-seven yards last week. No tutties, but went for two eighteen. I'm all over Drake London this week, mate. I reckon get the rookies in. I reckon Ritter, could be, like he's going to be their quarterback next year. So look for them to build some synergy. Here's his target. So if I'm going to have a go at on this game will be Drake
0: London. Love that. Uh, who's your tip, mate, before I move on to the next one?
1: Uh, I'll take Atlanta at home.
0: So will I. Righto, next game, another Dome game. Chicago 3-12 and 12, taking on Detroit 7-8. and 8. They need to win, like you said. I think they will. There's a lot of players in this lineup for Detroit, and one of them, the most frustrating one, is Swift. DeAndre Swift. You just don't know what he's going to do. Um, He's back to full health, it says. uh, Jamal Williams is not listed on the injury report, even though he got a little bit banged up. Is Swift going to fire up? And how do you see this game going ahead, Rat? I
1: think Detroit win at home. As I mentioned last week, I don't know why Justin Fields is still playing. You may as well lose the next couple, get a higher draft pick, and all you can do is – with the way he plays as well, all he can do is, is go down. Um, I don't know what Swift is going to do, mate. As you said, he's up and down. Last week, four rushing attempts, 12 yards, five uh, five targets, one catch for 13 yards. He's I'd, I'd avoid him, mate. I reckon you just stick to the meat and potatoes. Even though – I was going to say meat and potatoes, Jamal Williams – Hasn't had a touchdown for three weeks, so you know your your strategy, mate. He's bloody due, and you can't go, you can't go, you can't go too far. Um, once
0: you see that, though, I feel like they're not due. It's like a different shift, you know. Um, yeah. I think the guy that's the, 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 he's throwing the ball a lot.
1: Amon is the, the guy, mate. He's had thirteen yeah. targets last week, seven catches. Hasn't had under seven. He's had under seventy yards once in seven weeks, so you, you can't go too wrong with Ra there. Anything
0: from the other team? No,
1: nah, nothing. I don't know how they're going to play it. I wouldn't be surprised if if um, Fields gets a little bloody knock or something and they just put him on ice, mate. I've told you, being a Bears fan, I don't want him out there at the minute.
0: I don't know why. Um, yeah, I, I'm, well, I do know why. They want to show everyone off, but he's, he runs the ball. He plays a dangerous game. I'm with you. I'd let him just put him on ice and get those draft picks. Um, But, mate, I, uh, the, what I was saying there – I can't believe how bad Detroit's run game was. It's like we're cursing him. I said to you last week, they are nine games in a row, or seven games in a row, they've given up nothing to running backs. <laughs> last week, I took both oh! I took both Panthers running backs unders, and they had, that they up, had told 300 that 100 yards. And a half. 300 at the
1: half each. Each, not 100 between them, 100 at the half
0: each. I know. And maybe the Bears will run the ball. And they've got, a good running, they've got good running backs. Montgomery, Herbert's back. Fields runs the ball. So it could be a good game, this.
1: I can't. Detroit have way too much to play for. I can't see the Bears going in, being a division, division game as well. I reckon they want to put another game on
0: them. Righto. It's the Lions for me and my best bet in that game. I'm not sure, actually. I just think the Lions. Lions will win. Agree, mate. Can I can they win too? Next game, Jacksonville seven and eight taking on Houston Texans two and twelve. But Houston have really been strong lately. I've got a lot of respect actually for their defense. I'm looking forward to next year if they can get some draft picks. Now, big game for Jacksonville. They need they need to win. This is another dome game. It's in Houston. Uh, what are you looking out for? They were very impressive against the Jets last week um, in really tough conditions.
1: Mate, I think um even though their coach well no, sorry, even though it is a technically a dead rubber because it comes down to next week, uh, their coach Doug Peterson did come out and say, as long as we're keeping score, our boys are playing hard. I reckon they're gonna give this a red hot crack, Jacksonville, just with just young quarterback still, young running back, just to maintain some momentum and keep it rolling into what seems to be an injury depleted Titans the next week. So I'm gonna take Jacksonville. And Houston did beat them earlier in the year. So there's a bit of bad blood here, too. So I think Jacksonville are going to win quite comfortably here in the dome. And I really like what I'm seeing from Eddie in at the minute. Last week, 22 attempts for 83 yards, 29 reception the yards. I reckon, I reckon he'll get in this week. So, uh, Eddie in, anytime touchdown score from on and Jacksonville to win.
0: Like that. We always say that they've got poor run, D. I don't know why we keep saying it because it feels like it's getting better and better. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that, that's all i got, mate. I, I really like Etienne at the moment. And the coaching. Last week, Jets have great corners, so they just threw the ball to Ingram. He went for a, a lot of yards. So this week will be interesting. I think Kirk will get his... Um, I think Kirk will get over his line this week. He had a quiet week last week. Uh, righto, well, both of us tipping Jacksonville there. Denver, 4-11 and 11 playing the Chiefs, 12-3. and three. This one's at Arrowhead. Denver were embarrassing last week against the Rams. And there's a lot that's come out about Russell Wilson. I think Jerry Judy took it to Instagram to support him, which is interesting. I'd probably do the same thing when I'm getting 18 targets a game. Um, Mahomes and McKinnon have been lethal. Look, this should be a slogging. The way that Denver, they look like they've checked out, mate. They've checked out. They've just sucked their head coach. Um, I'm predicting it an easy win here from the Chiefs. What do you think?
1: Well, we've said that the last couple of weeks about the Chiefs, but they just haven't been able to put anyone right away. Trano, and we've seen in the past a couple times immediately after sacking a head coach that a team comes good. So I'm not saying that Denver are going to win, but instead of it being a sacking, I reckon Kansas City win. But I'm very, I'm going to watch this game with great interest just to see how Russell Wilson moves around after sacking the coach, whether he airs it out a bit more or whether it changes because just the dynamic, like it just wasn't right. Like is that Russell Wilson's lost his juice or was he being really restricted by the head coach? So I'm really interested to see how this plays out. Cause we get a, a little fortnight teaser of how this might look next year. Um, and I really like McKinnon to get over seven touchdowns in the past five weeks. He's on fire. Um, yeah. He's, he's, he's the man there at the minute can do it on the ground and, uh, in the air, so McKinnon for mine and Kansas City to win
0: Love it, yeah I'm looking forward to what you just said as well, it's going to be interesting to see what he does um, Did you see the quote that the coach come out with I'll, I'll read it out in a second, it was very funny I'll get it up, it was regarding, regarding Russell Wilson, um, I think the coach had had enough and someone did an interview with him and he come out and he said something about his bathroom I'm just going to try to find the quote, here it is He's got
1: more but, bathrooms in his house than touchdowns or something.
0: Like what the fuck was I supposed to do? It's hard to coach a guy who has more bathrooms in his house than touchdown passes for the year. Nathaniel Hackett on being fired by the Denver Broncos. <laughs> <I> agree, <man. laughs> He's just had a little drive by on the way out. you got to love it. Oh, All right.
1: Man. How many? I wonder how many of those things that you hear throughout the year are actually fair kim Like oh, on the man. sideline, they're down seventeen nil, and he's running out halfway through the thirty goals. It's Russell Wilson time, baby. And it, like at what stage? Like are these are these bullshit? Like that's what Judy coming out and said. Obviously, half of this stuff's not even fucking right. But I
0: wonder what it is. Oh mate. well, I think they well yeah you hear these other ones. He's throwing three picks. He's on the he's on the on the bench, putting the ball next to his ear and pretending to throw it. You know, like and saying stuff. And boys around are going, "What are you doing?". Anyway, um, right, on, Miami eight and seven taking on New England seven and eight. Teddy Bridgewater will be the hair, the main man here. Now, I want to let you know: last time Teddy Bridgewater started, Tyreek Hill was his favorite target, and he went off. It's probably my best bet of the week: hundred yards for Tyreek Hill. He went off, um, but the only problem is when you're playing Bill Belichick's side, he always takes away their best asset, which would most likely be. Tyreek Hill, you'd think. I don't know if you can stop him, though. Um, this game's a big one. But I think I, I, Miami haven't been too crash hot lately. They threw the game last week, but that was Tua. He did throw some really nasty picks. They've started well. I'm going to be tipping the Dolphins, mate. But, um, yeah, what do you think?
1: I'm going to take New England at home. I just reckon they'll be able to get it into an arm wrestle. They're, another, they're a different beast at home. Stevenson's been great this year. Um, I'm I'm feeling a big game from him. Last week, he only went for 30 yards, but as we mentioned the week before, he went for 172 and one tutty. Um, I reckon, they, yeah, just going to get it into an arm wrestle, playing at home, just really lock it down. They're both, as we mentioned before, Patriots 7 and 8, Dolphins are 8 and 7, playing each other. This is so important and so crucial for the 7th seed in the AFC Get a game clear the Dolphins do if they win and put Patriots out of contention. And I reckon, they're, as we mentioned, their defensive line, Judon, he's been one of the best defensive players in the year. And Josh Uche has come along with him. I reckon they're going to get after Teddy. So I reckon New England at home.
0: Love it. Well, we disagreed for the first time. I don't mind it. The Colts are taking on the Giants. The Colts are 4-10. and 10. They've got nothing to play for. And the Giants are eight and six. Nick Foles was as bad as you'll see. He had twenty nine attempts for seventeen completions at one hundred and forty three yards, no touchdowns, and three interceptions against the Chargers. I I don't really know what they're doing now. They've got a young guy that I think you'd rather see would near the future um, in Sam Allinger. They've given Matt Ryan the bench. Nick Foles is, is getting the, the job. Oh, I don't really know why, but um they're clearly gonna go to the draft table or do something and get a quarterback. They have to. They haven't had a quarterback for years. But yeah, this, this is getting hard to watch the Colts and the Giants. I think mean, they'll smack them, and the way they'll smack them is standard. They'll just throw the ball to to Slayton and give the ball to Barkley. And there's a guy last week, his name was Isaiah Hodgkins, and he was. Jeez, he was good. He had 12 targets, eight catches for 89 yards. That was against Minnesota, though, who give up more yards than anyone. Um, mate, I'll keep this one simple. I'm going I'm to tip the Giants, and I think that Nick Foles will, will be better than last week, and I expect Pittman to be better, but yeah, it's uh, the Giants for me.
1: Yeah, I agree, mate. I think the Giants also, and I completely agree with that on Indy's side. I don't know what they're doing. They might be just rolling him out there to see whether they um, have a backup quarterback next year, because Allen is definitely definitely worth a look and a start. But that's the only reason I can think of why they're letting Foles. Foles have a run around just to see whether he's worth keeping on next year as a second or third stringer. Um, Barkley's been enormous this year. Massive work rate, 84 rushing yards last week, 49 receiving in a tutty. Can't go too wrong here if you reckon John's going to win. And if they, if they win... You could imagine Barkley getting over. So Barkley for a tuddy and the Giants to salute, my friend.
0: Is, is, is this a big game for the Giants? Like, like they're, they're in giant, the
1: hunt? Yeah, Giants are in the hunt also with the commanders who are a win behind them, but they also have the draw. But um, Giant the commanders, because the Giants have a draw and then the Giants won the second one, the commanders need to win the next two weeks and the Giants need to lose the next two weeks for the commanders to jump them in the hunt. So mm-hmm. Giants win this, they're in. Commit. Commanders win the next two, and the Giants win the next
0: two. The commanders are in. It's pretty big the Giants make it, considering where they've come from. And they're co- he's almost coached, well, there's a few coaches of the year, but yeah, I think what he's done with this list has been incredible. Anyway, Giants for both of us. Let's keep moving forward. I want to get to the good games and talk about them longer. New Orleans, six and nine, taking on Philly, 13 and two. Jalen Hurts is looking like being out, which, as you said last week, Gardner Minshew, he was superb. 355 yards, two tutties. <laughs> Two picks, but that's what we want. We want boys that air the ball out consistently. Sanders was very poor. Um, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith was the one. He went off and got it back in the lineup, and he was very good, straight in the team and went for 67 yards and three catches uh, And in a tough matchup. He gets another tough matchup this week. Uh, the guy that I really like from... New Orleans is this guy called Rashid Shahid. He's really exciting. And I like the way he plays. Kamara is in a lot of fantasy leagues. I wonder if he gets going late. He's had two good games now on the ground, for 91 and 76. He got a touchdown last week. And this week, there's probably no better team to run the ball against, which is Philly. Um, they're very good traditionally in the with the pass. Uh, I'll be tipping Philly, mate. I think they'll bounce back after last week. And I think Minshew is hungrier than anyone you can tell the way he plays it's like his job's on the line he's a great quarterback as well i think he should be getting it i reckon if you're the cults you'd almost take him he should be he should be playing week in week out um if you if, if i'm honest he's better than a lot of players that are starting now i can give you the tip right let's give give me the uh give me your best bet prop bet and uh who do you think's going to win
1: yeah, mate, you're right. I reckon New Orleans are going to be fired up for this because, as I mentioned, if they are to knock off Philly here at home, it is an upset, but keeps them right in the hunt to potentially chase down the Bucks and the Panthers because we know how big that game is this week. They're obviously on the same record as the Panthers, so there's still a lot to play out here in the NFC South. If they can win this, it just adds another spanner in the works to next week's games. But I'm just going to take AJ Brown receiving yards over last four weeks. I think Philly win, but in a close
0: one, and A.J.
1: Brown receiving yards over.
0: Love it. Righto, next game's the one. Carolina Panthers, 6-9, taking on Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's Sam Darnold versus Tom Brady. It's the NFC South on the line, and... I couldn't be more excited to watch this one. I will start. I don't think Tampa's run D is as good as everyone thinks. I think it is good, but it's been better and they're kind of holding on to it. And what I saw last week from Carolina, the way they ran the ball and the way that Sam Darnold's throwing the ball to DJ Moore and the boys against Detroit Lions, which is a really good defense. I, I'm I'm gonna tip I'm tipping the Panthers. I, I think I don't I don't like the way the Bucks are going about it. I think they're just getting there, and they played a team last week that's very average and <laughs> Arizona Cardinals and not in 1916. And I just thought if you can't smack them, then you're in trouble. And the other the, the main thing the main reason I think they can't win they can't score. And I reckon the Panthers can score more points with Donald. I reckon he's proven that. Um, And I reckon that you need to be able to score more than 20 to to win this. And I I just don't like the way their offense is working. Um, The Panthers have put up 30 in the last two weeks. They did have a quite one a week ago, two weeks ago, sorry, with just 16 points. But I just don't think Tampa can score enough points. Their defense is good, but their offense is so bad. JC Horn not playing helps, but I'm tipping the Carolina Panthers on the road. I think they're a better team and they've got that, that one-two punch with their running backs where it's going to be really hard if they start to get going because of the, the players that they've got to pass the ball to off-play action. So Carolina Panthers for me and I reckon the players that will get them is DJ Moore. I reckon he'll get them late in the game and I reckon he'll get them good. I just don't like... The way that Tampa are playing, and and what I'm saying is, this, I'm, I'm actually saying that this is a flip of the coin in my head. The bookies have got it three dollars forty seven for the Panthers to win, so it, it's it's you're getting a lot of value here to, to agree with what I'm saying. I just think if there was a best value bet of the week, Carolina Panthers for me are the one. I I, I really think they can give them a good nudge, and that, and the way they play is quite honest. So. That's my spiel, um, and I'm no doubt expecting you to go either way here, but I just thought I'd get that in there. Who, who are you tipping in this one?
1: No, mate, I agree with your value play of the week, but I still find it really hard in what is seen to be a playoff game, picking Tom Brady, uh, picking Sam Darnold over Tom Brady. That's the, that's the only thing. If it was a playoff-type game and you had Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes on the other side, I'm 100% going with them at this point in time. Carolina's D flies around and they do have a great run game, but I just think in this type of scenario, Tom gets the chocolates at home. Like if he's blatantly done, I reckon, if Sam Darnold comes into his house and gets him done. That that that's all I'm that's all I'm thinking of. I just cannot see the way or the consequences of this game, Tom Brady getting outplayed by Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers at home to lose a playoff spot. So I'm going to take Tampa. And in that, Leonard Fournette's picked it up. He seems like he's getting more carries now than Rashad White and playing more snaps. So he rushed for 72 yards last week and had 90 receiving yards. Don't expect him to get those sorts of numbers, but he's playing a big role. So I'll take Lenny Fournette
0: for a touchdown and Tampa Bay to win. Love it. Well, I'm looking forward to this one, as I said. And, and there's there's players that there's a lot of good players and a lot of good names um on both sides, but I don't think it's gonna be a Darnell v. Brady game. I think it's gonna be a Foreman and Hubbard versus Lynette Fournette and White game. I just think it's whoever gets the ball going earlier on the ground. And I've just I've been impressed with Carolina. So we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. I mean it's good value though. I didn't realize it'd be that much. I thought it'd be $2, as I said. Righto, Cleveland 6-9, and nine, taking on Washington 7-7. Seven and seven. This one's in Washington. Uh, my Cleveland have been terrible. They're out. They're out. They, don't, they can't make it. So all they can do is play free-flowing footy. They've got nothing to lose. Washington is still in the hunt. Um, Carson Wentz is the quarterback. They've given another go. And mind you, remember what I said to you before, Robinson, Brian Robinson won't have Antonio Gibson in the backfield. So he gets a good matchup. And should run the ball. So I like him as one of the better bets this week. We know how good Dotson's been lately. He's probably been one of the most exciting players the last month. He's had a touchdown three games in a row, right? Against the Giants twice and then San Fran. And he's put up 5,405 and 76. That's a tougher matchup this week, but they're pretty impressive numbers, aren't they?
1: They are impressive numbers for a rookie as well. So, Interesting to see what he can do this week with Carson Wentz, who we know is quite erratic but is a bit of a gunslinger. So I am intrigued to see what will happen this week. In the first five weeks of this year, he threw for over 300 passing yards 3, 313, 337, 359. So I think most of the air yards will go to McLaurin this week. And we knew he was a. Uh, uh, one of Heineke's favourite targets, that is. But look for Wentz to air the ball out here uh, because the defensive line of the Browns is quite good. So I reckon it may be a bit hard to run the ball this week. So I'm expecting Wentz to air the ball out and looking for Terry McLaurin
0: to go over receiving yards. Love it. Nick Chubb's been disappointing ever since Watson's been back. He hasn't gone for 100 yards for four weeks, hasn't had a touchdown in five weeks. And I keep betting on him. I don't know why. Um, Cooper's his favorite target. It's simple as that. Gets an okay matchup. Uh, But even that, he he hasn't put up any yards. I I don't know what to say about Cleveland. The only guy i normally like was Njoku early in the year. Uh, Even he's been putting up very low numbers. Their team's putting up low numbers. They've been playing in cold conditions. It's a team to stay away from. Um, Let's move on. So your tip for this one is Washington as well. Cool. Right um, Seven games to go. Let's keep flying. We're San Fran 11-4 taking on Las Vegas Raiders. They've just given their QB the sack. This is pretty big. Carr is out of the building. He's left the building. There's two weeks to go. He's pretty much done at Las Vegas, uh, which is quite unique in the terms that we always thought that Devontae Adams and Carr were going to be the combo that would take this franchise to where they wanted. They've got Crosby. They've got Chandler Jones. They've got some good pieces they've got Darren Waller on offense they've got some great play pieces on defense and offense they've been really poor this year they're giving Jarrett Stidham a task against a team that's eight and oh, Eight and oh and Brock Purdy is putting up some numbers and talk about being Mr Irrelevant he's more than relevant he could be the favorite to win the Super Bowl um, a lot of people are tipping them to come third or fourth in the, in the hunt because of uh, the quarterback play. I think that, that might be hurting them later, but this is weird. It's very weird. I think San Fran are going to smoke them, but there's a bit to play for, or is there? Are the Raiders boys pissed off? Cause I know Devontae Adams is, and that's his man. That's why he went there. He's brought his family from Green Bay to Las Vegas and they just got rid of his best mate. Uh, I don't know. This could, this could go two ways here. They could compete. Or they could just be filthy. Um, I don't know, but what I do know is Debo Samuel is not playing, and when he's not playing, it's a very simple game. It's Ayuk and Kittle, and Christian McCaffrey. It's a great team to watch on offense. This San Fran team,
1: mate, this San Fran team's flying. It all starts on the defensive side of the ball from them. Uh, for them, sorry, Bosa is one of the favourites for defensive MVP of the year. So quite stiff this is uh, this week has fallen for Stidham, the quarterback of the Raiders. But you look down on this this team sheet, you got Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Renfro, Darren Waller. Like it's he's still got some guys to throw to. Like it just I think Sam Fran win and just due to the due to having a, a fresh quarterback, he has he's played he's attempted thirteen passes all year, and that was against New Orleans in round eight. It's just it's just sad to see. Like no no one obviously thought the Raiders were gonna go down this path. I just had a look there. They next three years they owe Derek Carr sixty million, they sixty five million dollars guaranteed. So they they royally fucked up one up trainer. So I'm just too much going on for mine in the Raiders camp. I'm gonna take Sam Fran. They're flying and George Kittle's been on fire lately, so I'll back him to get over.
0: Yeah. I'm taking San Fran and I hope this bloke can throw the ball Stidham and Devonta Adams can get back. But I'm still filthy that I lost a fantasy league last week because I had Adams. I'd be
1: surprised if Adams is on the trade table next year, mate, because his boy's gone. He's gone there to play with him. I wouldn't be surprised if someone inquires within and uh,
0: we see him elsewhere. Jesus, big call there, right? There's talks of Tom Brady going to Vegas for two years. So there's a lot going on and a lot's going to play out in the next couple of weeks. But, uh, yeah, very exciting. San Fran going for nine on the trot. Righto, the Jets, seven and eight taking on Seattle at Seattle. Seven and eight also. This is a big game. Talk to me, right? The Jets were horrendous last week. And I had another guy called Zonovan Knight, and he was the reason why I was filthy. He just could not get going. They couldn't get their run game going. It seems to me that Lockett is expected to play after hurting that finger. Geez, they get fit quickly um, in AFL. That's a six weaker. This one's a one weaker. Uh, Kenneth Walker was—he's been really impressive on the ground. He had hundred yards last week. Tougher matchup this week, but this is a simple one. All the guns are getting the ball. DK Metcalf gets his—you know—nine targets a game. Kenny Hall in the big one. Noah Fant is a touchdown beast at the moment. We have Wilson, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis in the air. But the thing we need to note here is Mike Magic White is back. The men's back. Wilson's turf. Jets will be back as well normally. And Geno Smith, he can throw the ball and the weather looks good. This is a game that you want to be on. I think Jets have a great defense, but Geno just finds a way to score. On paper, oh, I actually like the Jets with White under setup, but because it's in Seattle, it's a real flip of the coin. Um, I don't know who I'm going to tip in this one. I'll probably have to go with Seattle being at home, to be honest. What are you thinking?
1: Yeah, mate, I'm going to go with the Jets, all based around Mike White being back from that rib cartilage sprain or broken ribs. He, um, he looked good, even though they lost a couple of his last starts. Garrett Wilson looked great under him. When he was playing the last two, 95, 162, 78 yards. I'm going to pick the Jets to win. Both teams haven't looked too crash hot the last couple of weeks. Seattle haven't looked overly impressive. It's good to see Kenneth Walker get going again last week. But I'm going to take the Jets at Seattle and Garrett Wilson receiving yards over.
0: Like it, mate. Like it. All right, let's keep flying through Minnesota 12 and 3, taking on Green Bay seven and eight. This one's at Green Bay. This is a big game. We need to note that Green Bay will be 50 50 on Watson with his hip listed as questionable. It's a pretty big out. Um and they're a bit banged up. We know Aaron Jones and Dylan. Dylan was only half fit last week, I thought, with his concussion, but he was fine. Now, Minnesota give up more yards than anyone. They give up 300 yards consistently to quarterbacks, which means you know Aaron Rodgers should air it out. But they haven't been doing that. They've been running the ball. Let's see what happens here. I think Justin Jefferson's going for that record this week. I can't remember how many yards he's off. But if you want to do it, they always say you want to do it before the end of week 17 because the rules did change, remember? They added an extra week. So all the records that get crushed, the old players will say they don't count. Um, Green Bay are hot it's their defense has been quite impressive as well I reckon they can get beat the Vikings I reckon they can get beat there's more to play for here for Green Bay I'll be tipping uh, Green Bay here in this one uh, and I think Dobbs is the best bet of the week I think he will get a lot of targets um, due to the fact that Watson's not playing so Dobbs for me for over Jefferson over Probably a tidy, but Green Bay, I think they will be – Whether they're, if they're not favourites, I'll take them at the line. Otherwise, if they are favourites, I'll take them head-to-head. Um, Rats, only because of the playoff scenario. What are you thinking?
1: Yeah, mate. Um, Green Bay, it's crazy to think from the way they started the year that they're still in contention. They have been red hot lately. Um, and Jefferson's come up against a, a shit team to try and get this record, mate. Green Bay have the second best pass defense in the competition this year. They've kept him in a lot of games, and they give up the the most amount of passing yards per week. Minnesota, so I'm going to take Green Bay at home. I still think Jefferson might get the hundred yard mark, but that's going to be because they're down and they need to find something late. But I don't reckon he's going to hit that record.
0: But that they, gave up, record. they gave up. They gave up. They gave up a hundred to Tyreek Hill and Waddle each last week, right?
1: Yeah, but that's still mate. The, the whole year they're still second best, um, yeah. second best receiving defense in the comp. Um, I think Green Bay are going to win. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers passing yards over. I'm not going to throw Dobbs in, but I really like that call potentially with Watson being out.
0: Yeah, I think there's something that that's going to happen. Well, wow, wow, look, my... My my head says Green Bay. My heart says the Vikings because Green Bay's got a lot to play for. This will be Aaron Rodgers doing his best work. Um, really good game. LA Rams 5-10 and 10 taking on the 9-6 and Chargers. Bosa's back. Chargers look good. They're just, geez, they are looking strong late. I would not want to be playing them in the playoffs. The Rams are really good last week. It was literally Akers and Higby and Baker Mayfield on offense, then they were really strong. I don't think that'll be the case this week. I think Akers will still get his line and running rushing yards. But this will be a real strong game coming your way from the Chargers. I think the Chargers can slice them um, and get it done. I think Mike Williams is due for a touchdown. He's the guy that I'm liking for a little fade in this one. I'm not going to spend too much time on this because I think Chargers win and they win easy.
1: Yeah, mate. On the same, I reckon Chargers win, but I'm unsure about Easy. Uh, it's just more so the Rams. They've got a bunch of guys here that are that are playing for their careers. Baker Mayfield, Cam Akers, playing to see whether he can control a backfield next year. Van Jefferson playing for a wide receiver spot. They're having they're having a dip, and they don't look too bad. And their defensive side of the ball is cracking in, so I admire that. I think the Chargers are going to win. Battle of LA, bit of bad blood here as well. Um. Yeah, charges for mine. Mike Williams, yeah, due for a long ball. So I'll take him receiving yards over with a line of 55 and a
0: half. Kenan Allen's the player, though. If you want to play consistently smart, he's had 85 yards plus in the last four weeks. He gets – he's had 14 targets three of the four weeks. And he had his first 100 for the, for the, for the year last week against a tough secondary in India in the Colts with Gilmore. Um, this week he gets the Rams who are giving up a lot. So to be honest, on stats, Keenan Allen for yards. And I think Mike Williams might be get that touchdown. Um, and and a fun fact, Keenan Allen hasn't had a touchdown since week 13. So he's probably due as well. He had one last week, but his foot went out of bounds. and it was a bit stiff. Eckler's normally the touchdown beast, But yeah, Keenan Allen for yards is a sure thing traditionally. Righto, two more games to go. It's Sunday night football. It's Pittsburgh 7 and 8, playing Baltimore 10 and 5. Huge game this. Baltimore will not have Lamar Jackson, so Huntley will be under centre. This one's at Baltimore. I noticed that you said you like Pittsburgh. I don't. I think that the Ravens will win this one with their defence. Um, and the way they'll win as well is with their own legs. Dobbins and Gus Edwards are killing it on the ground. I'll take their run game over the Steelers' run game. But what I've learned this year is do not bet on these games because they're low scoring and they're rubbish. right? I'm a Baltimore man. It's been very painful watching. their, you know, this team play offense this year. I think last week Robinson got a touchdown, it was the first touchdown since week three or four for wide receivers. So it's not pretty. It's not pretty. And it's—I don't know if it's sustainable either. But if they win, they'll be eleven and five. Not a bad season, is it? No, good
1: season, mate. Considering that Lamar's been in and out, I'm going to take Pittsburgh here in a rivalry game. I just think that this—if they lose here, this is going to be Mike Tomlin's first losing season as a Pittsburgh head coach. So there's—he's going to get the boys right up for this one. Uh, battle of the defense. I just reckon. They'll be able to manage it a bit better, especially with Huntley under centre for Baltimore. Um, just based around the defence, mate. I look at both um, both offensive sides of the ball. Nothing really jumps out. Deontay Johnson on the on the uh, Steelers, and yeah, Dobbins on Baltimore. But I can't I can't really um, put my finger on anything, mate. Mark Andrews is is in. He's obviously one of their better targets, but. I can't, I can't give you too much on the offensive side of the ball, mate. I just think Pittsburgh are going to win.
0: Yeah, love it. No, I disagree. We'll, we'll have a little, uh, we'll have something on that later in the day. 12 20, that one is. Well, let's go to the prime time game of the week for mine, anyway. Buffalo Bills, 12 and three on the road, taking on Cincinnati Bengals, 11 and four. I can't wait to see these two quarterbacks go head to head. I don't know how many times it's happened, but when I see names like Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and Mixon and Singletary, Cook, Piron, Chase, Diggs, Davis, Higgins, Boyd, McKenzie, Beasley's back, Knox, Hurst. Mate. These teams are stacked on offense. And as I said to you, a lot of people are coming down the wire and they're going to wait for Josh Allen to finish their fantasy playoffs in the grand final. It's going to be super. All eyes on Josh Allen and all these other players in the playoffs. Um, be quick here. Let's round it out. What are you thinking here, mates? You don't have to be too quick, but I'd imagine it's a very simple game.
1: I think Cincinnati win at home. Just with the, in these games, we've seen in these arm wrestles, Josh Allen can lose his cool a bit. He can throw like he, we've seen a number of times this year when he gets in the arm wrestle, he throws a couple picks. Um, so I'm feeling that Cincinnati will be able to put him under the pump, and Joe Burrows had some sort of year too. He's been in, probably the third-best quarterback this year behind Allen. maybe fourth. Allen, Mahomes, and Hurts. He's right up there. He's he's a stud. We know where it goes. Mixon has um, faded out a bit since Piron come good. He had 100 all-purpose yards last week which is quite solid. But Pirine getting more of the receptions and scored a fair few tutties last couple of weeks. Jamar Chase, look for him to get going as well. 79 yards last week. I reckon it's going to be a wide receiver game, mate. So I'm going to go with Diggs and Chase receiving yards over and the Bengals to win.
0: I like it. I'm with you. The Diggs was quiet last week, very quiet. One stat I saw, the Buffalo Bills are the only team in the whole competition to have 100 rush yards every week this season. Um, There's an interesting stat there, considering they've got a backfield that you never really know who's going to rush. Because of Allen, they get that 100 yards every week. Right, that's a pretty cool uh, slate there. There's a lot of good games. As I said, the highlights for me is to watch the Carolina and Tampa Bay game. I think that's going to be huge. I'm really excited to have a little dabble on the Minnesota and Green Bay game. And also watch that one, the Jets and Seattle, huge. Um, And then to finish it off, we have some strong games in Pittsburgh and Baltimore, which is more who's going to win and how they're going to win. And Buffalo playing Cincy Monday night football. Monday night football. I think that's what we want. That's one way to finish week 17. What you, have you got your best bets up on Dabble yet or do you, you want to read any out now or you want to save it for them to click the link afterwards in the show notes? Click the link, mate. I'll chuck them up just as we get off this. Beautiful. All right, mate. Well, again, Happy New Year to everyone. Um, we always have a special offer for you from Rick's Eyewear. If you head online at www.rickseyewear.com.au and use our special offer at checkout, which is ACES, you'll get a nice, juicy discount and you'll get free express shipping. Rat, thank you so much for 2022, mate. This was our first NFL podcast, um, and next year will be bigger and better, as you know. Um, But we're we're getting some feedback on the run, and we're really tapering these shows accordingly to everyone that listens. To anyone that listens, please like, subscribe our show, share it, get back to us. Let us know in the DM on Instagram what it is that you love about this podcast because next year we're going to be getting all your feedback piling into one and come week one, or even pre-season, me and Rat, and maybe a few more, will be ready to rumble. But we've got a few more weeks to go, and this one is huge. I might have to have something on the line with you here, mate. Carolina and Tampa, what's the, what, what line would you give me if you weren't looking?
1: If I wasn't looking, oh, mate, Tom Brady, you've seen what he's done late in games. Probably, I'm probably only giving you... Two and a half, winning by a field
0: goal. Just the way he's going. What is the line? It'd oh, be six and a half five and a half or something. So you what, what did you say you're gonna give me? Two and a half. It's actually they're two dollars sixty on on um on da- on Dabble. Uh three and a half is the line. So jeez, i I reckon three'd be you'd take three. Three and is a, a bit too much.
1: I'd um, take oh, I'd take Carolina at three and a half.
0: Yeah, three and a half for sure. I think they'll lose by a field goal if they do. Mate, thank you again. Um, have a have a great n- New Year's Day. Uh, I'll be down at Captain Baxter with the no, Summer do do today, Trano? down
1: there, mate? It's a good establishment, that joint.
0: Yeah, it will be. It's 35 degrees. So if anyone out there is listening to this and wants to come down, come down. It's open all day and all night. Um, Ricks is involved with the boys there at Summer Summer. It should be good fun, right? Wish you were here, but you got bigger and better things to do. With your body and pre season. Uh, mate, good luck. I'll speak to you tomorrow, but hopefully, some of our bets salute some of the people out there's fantasy teams win and your team makes the playoffs. I'm stuffed. I think that's all I've got. I want to go to the gym, get a little sweat up here before getting on the beers, mate. you got to earn them. You've got to burn them to earn them. But before we leave, give us a little bit of Russell Wilson, mate. He's been, every, every time you say this, he gets worse. <laughs> aces nation that's,
1: that's bad right